Welcome back to Human Hub Podcast, where Human Hub is promoting human well-being. I am Lady Norma. Today is Thursday, February 20th, 2020. A few preliminary comments. Uh, Human Hub's founder, uh, that is I, Lady Norma, Uh, I live in Northwest Indiana and the first U.S. Congressional District of Indiana, where the Democratic incumbent has decided not to run for re-election. In order to shine a little light on the electoral process in this area and to provide a public service, Human Hub provides information and commentary about and for Northwest Indiana at the beginning of blog posts and podcasts, such as this one, and information and commentary concerning wider society, general issues, and energy spiritual matters afterwards. Here in Northwest Indiana, voter registration ends Monday, April 6, 2020. Per the 2020 Indiana election calendar, published by the State of Indiana Election Division, quote, deadline at voter registration offices close of business for a voter to apply to register or transfer registration or at midnight for a voter to complete and submit a voter registration application online, unquote. From the same state publication, quote, Tuesday, April 7, 2020, First day, a voter may vote an absentee ballot in the office of the circuit court clerk or satellite office, unquote. In other words, early voting begins April 7, 2020. If an absentee ballot is needed by mail, that is to say, you're at home and you need the person to send, you need the state to send the ballot to you, Thursday, April 23, 2020, at 11.59 p.m. is the deadline for the circuit court clerk to receive the absentee ballot application. The application can be provided in person, by mail, or via fax. Primary election day is Tuesday, May 5, 2020, when polls are to be open from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., prevailing local time. And note that Northwest Indiana is on Central Time. The rest of the state of Indiana is on Eastern Time. One of the more salient features of the Northwest Indiana political landscape is that Indiana has nine seats in the United States House of Representatives, and Northwest Indiana is in District 1. Pete Visklosky, Democrat Indiana, is currently our representative, and he has said that he is not seeking re-election, which means that this Democratic congressional seat is hotly contested. Since the incumbent is not running, keep in mind that the DNC said that it only backs incumbents. Friday, February 7th, 2020 was the deadline by noon to file a declaration of candidacy for major political party primary nomination. 
So, listed on the Indiana Secretary of State's website as of February 19, 2020, yesterday, as Democratic candidates for the District 1 congressional seat are Melissa A. Borum, Carrie Castro, Scott Costello, Antonio Tony Daggett Sr., Ryan Farrar, Sabrina Hack, John Henry Hall, Jim Harper, Thomas McDermott Jr., Wendell Mosby, Frank Mervan, Mara Candelaria Reardon, Jason Reeves, and Andrew Silvestrovich. Also of note is the fact that Indiana's Republican governor, Eric Holcomb, is running for re-election. Contested by one Republican, Brian D. Roth, and one Democrat, Woodrow Woody Myers. More information about the candidates that are, have actually uh, filed their candidacy can uh, is available at the Indiana Secretary of State's website, www.in.gov forward slash SOS. This Democratic primary ballot is a long one. It includes the United States of America presidential primary candidates, judges, the offices discussed above, and more. Human Hub continues to gather information and passes it along to readers and listeners, uh, you know, when it's available to me. Now, coming up in Northwest Indiana, uh, later on today we have a uh, Bernie phone banking at Harbor Works, 1616 East, 142nd Street. East Chicago, Indiana, 46312. Contact for that is uh, Lady Norma, 219-292-4222. Then on Saturday, February 22nd, 2020, at 4 p.m., Our Revolution is having an organizing meeting that organizing meeting is also at Harbor Works, 1616 East 142nd Street, East Chicago, Indiana, 46312. Our revolution will be electing a president, vice president, treasurer, and secretary for this chapter, for this new chapter. A uh, contact person would be Lady Norma, 219 also, on Saturday, February 22nd, 2020, at 7 p.m., same location, Harbor Works, 1616 East 142nd Street, East Chicago, Indiana, 46312. There will be a book signing by David Dittmer uh, of his book, Xenophobia. And this book does refer to Howard Zen, Z-I-N-N-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. 
I will continue to update the calendar as I know uh, more more events in the area. Uh, moving on to uh, wider uh, wider society, wider news. Nationally, as of February 18th, the 2020 elections have begun in earnest with the Iowa caucuses on Monday, February 3rd, 2020, and the New Hampshire primary elections on Tuesday, February 11th, 2020. In Iowa, the Democratic National Committee, DNC, used a new electronic app for its vote counting process. According to reports, the app malfunctioned and, unsurprisingly, the count was slowed for days. In the meantime, it was noted that apparently one of the candidates, Pete Buttigieg, has ties to the company that provided the app. This blatant conflict of interest was mostly glossed over as the candidates headed to New Hampshire, where ultimately voting and the vote count proceeded relatively smoothly. And just to keep the electors on our toes, the man who was the Republican mayor of New York City from January 1st, 2002 to December 31st, 2013 has entered the Democratic primary race like a bull entering a china shop. From the looks of it, he has had his eye on the USA presidency for quite some time and used his billions of dollars for many years to be a major donor to organizations that might oppose him in election and thereby silence those organizations. The organizations might be afraid to oppose him because they might not be able to remain in business without his financial contributions. On Wednesday, February 19, 2020, then yesterday, uh, there was a... Democratic presidential debate, and it appears that with the help of rule stretching by the DNC, and without having to demonstrate popular support the way the other candidates had to, the former Republican mayor of New York City was on the debate stage. With these sorts of questionable election tactics, the United States of America elections are aching for some real support and stabilizing integrity. The security of the USA elections is paramount. Without secure elections, we the people have no way to make sure that our voices are heard, much less heeded. The Green New Deal, the $15 minimum wage, cost-effective health-enhancing medical care, clean drinking water, and anti-fracking and other measures become moot. We, the people, are blowing hot air if we are unable to elect people to office who accurately represent our desires and will. We, the people, are paying the cost to be the boss. Those are our tax dollars paying for everything. We have more than a right. We have a responsibility to make sure that our will is 
faithfully done by representatives and government employees that we desire. It is our responsibility to make sure that neither apps, voting machines, obscure laws, trickery, unscrupulous people, nor anything else interferes with our making our preferences clearly known. The current insecurity of the United States of America elections is as much a crisis as the climate, and we are in the midst of the dysfunction right now. This is not a drill, and we, the people, may not get another do-over. We may want to repeal the Help America Vote Act of 2002 and make sure that as many eligible voters as possible are registered to vote, certainly by the time of the general election in November 2020. If this seems unlikely, we may want to speak with constitutional scholars and understand the full depth and breadth of the people's power to regulate the activities of our employees in the United States of America House of Representatives, the United States of America Senate, and the United States of America Supreme Court. It is not okay for employees to block the will of their employers. We are paying them to do things for us, not block us. There is some possibility that we, the people, can have our representatives to impeach any member of the Supreme Court or Congress that is actively obstructing the will of the people. Impeachment is somewhat like a performance review and does not remove the person from his or her office. It lets the justice or congressperson know how his or her employer feels about the services he or she is providing. Further, considering all the electronic hacking that is possible with voting machines and voting apps, our wisest move may be to use manually marked or punched paper ballots that are cast and counted at the polls. Considering the amount of trickery and manipulation that already has occurred in the 2020 election cycle, all voting locations may want to be prepared to do manual recounts. And we, the people, may want to ask the United Nations for oversight of this election. Now, we can get serious about making substantive stabilizing, clarifying changes to our election process, or we can continue to pretend that everything is okay as it is. Focusing strictly on the November election may be somewhat short-sighted, We may not be able to demonstrate our actual will if we haven't made some changes way before that. Freedom, peace, and love. This has been Human Hub. Uh, Until next time. Lady Norma, signing off.